Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This is going to be for the Ryan Reynolds, uh, Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo starring uh, The Adam Project, which is the new film on Netflix, which got released about a week or so ago. Uh, I'm your host Matthew and let's do a review for this film. I will be sticking uh, spoiler free obviously in the first half. And in terms of spoilers for the second half, I pretty much just want to talk about the ending. There is other things that happen in this film that are interesting, but I mainly want mainly for the spoiler section. I'm going to focus on the ending. So, uh, but don't don't worry about spoilers yet. We're going to stick spoiler free for this first half. Um, so I really enjoyed it. Yeah, really, really enjoyed it. There's a few sort of sticking points um, that I will talk about in the spoiler section, mainly the ending. Uh, but for the most part, I think this is a fun, cool sci-fi story about time travel um, involving Ryan Reynolds, Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo, who are very, very good in this film. Um, you know, obviously Mark Ruffalo, we all know him as the Hulk in the MCU. Jennifer Garner has been a, been, been in a bunch of stuff. Um, Ryan Reynolds is technically MCU adjacent, kind of, with, with obviously Deadpool. And uh, you got this uh, new kid as well, who um, I should get his name up actually, um, but he's really, really good. He basically plays a young Ryan Reynolds type character. Uh, let me just look up the Adam Project and get this guy's name. Uh, Walker Scobble, um, who is in this. You've also got some other notable, notable people. You've got uh, Zoe Saldana. Um, who plays another character as well. Um, she basically plays Ryan Reynolds' wife. I don't think that's really a spoiler. But, uh, yeah, and then you've got Ma- uh, Catherine Keener, who plays Maya, who's kind of the, the villain in the film. Um, so, yeah, it's a fun sci-fi time travel film with cool weapons. I really liked watching the combat in this film, or the, the action scenes, I suppose, in this film. Uh, it's a fun time travel kind of thing. And I'll tell you something as well. The more and more I see of Ryan Reynolds, which I've seen a lot of him in the last year or so. I've now seen him in three films, end of last year, beginning of this year. Which is Red Notice, Free Guy, and now The Adam Project. I really, really like Ryan Reynolds. And I liked him kind of before... Deadpool. Deadpool to me was where I really sort of first saw him properly for the first time. I know he's been in other things. I think he's been in something called The Proposal and then he's been in some other things. But um, I really like Ryan's type of comedy. Um, I think it's great. I think a lot of the roles that he'd been cast for. Obviously he was Green Lantern before as well. Um, which I don't entirely remember loads of that film, but I don't remember it being as bad as everybody else thinks. But anyway, um, but yeah, obviously he was Green Lantern, so he's been in some DC stuff. But pretty much all the film roles he's been chosen for, inc- including these sort of like other things, because uh, like you got the sci-fi kind of stuff with Free Guy, which has got Jodie Comer as well. Um, obviously you got uh, what's it called. Um, Red Notice with with Dwayne Johnson and uh, Gal Gadot. That's more of like a, a adventure kind of film. Um, but yeah, I really am becoming a big fan of of Ryan Reynolds. Um, I look forward to like he's a kind of actor now that if you were to say, "Hey Matt, do you want to watch this film?" and I said, "Not sure," and then you said to me, 
And then you said to me it's a comedy with some drama-ish type of stuff. And it's got Ryan Reynolds in it. I'll say, okay, put the film on. <laughs> um, because he's kind of... You know you know some of those actors... That we, we, we've all got those actors, right, that we follow. That's like a film comes out and you're like, ah, not sure about this. Oh, it's got that person in it. Okay, now I'll watch it kind of thing. So for me previously that would have been like... Tom Hanks or somebody, well, still is Tom Hanks, obviously, if he's in a film, I'm going to go and watch it, but um, that type of actor where you're not really there for the story and stuff, like, initially, but you kind of see your favourite actor on the poster or in the cast list, or you see them in the trailer, and then you think, ah, there's an actor I really like, I'll go and see the film, and you're not even interested necessarily for the plot, you just want to see your favourite actor and support them in a film because you like them. Um, he's he's become the actor for me now, um, and I was unsure about watching like Free Guy and stuff. I'd I'd had some re- reservations about it. I really really liked it, and I watched the trailer for the Adam Project, and I thought this sounds kind of cool. And I'd I'd heard, um, you know, when press gets to see the film and stuff, I'd heard some things about, um, uh, you know, how well this kid and him that their scenes together, um, Walker and and Ryan. Uh, their scenes together and they're really good this this guy's a really good um young actor and if they ever want to do um because i was kind of thinking actually as as i was watching this film i was kind of thinking because there's the lightsaber stuff in this and i was thinking oh if they ever want like a young luke skywalker they can use this guy obviously the, the other day there was some news that came out that um some other guy has been cast for a young Luke Skywalker in something else um but no if you ever want a young Ryan Reynolds thing again I mean you've basically already done it with this and, and Walker uh Scubble has proven himself really I mean I've never I don't think I've seen this this young actor before but he he has some great scenes and really does channel a young Ryan Reynolds very very well um and they're they're back and forth scenes of like uh, Ryan saying to him about like, oh, you you do this and you do that, and 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 like explaining how he knows about like that this young kid and his life because obviously he he was him, um, and they're just doing this back and forth and it's it's really really quite brilliant, um, and I I really enjoyed that. But as I said, you know great fun sci-fi action film i think ryan is very good at doing this type of thing and i really enjoyed that aspect of the film uh other notable people obviously jennifer garner as well she's been in obviously a dozen films uh she's really really good for the role that she plays she basically plays um uh the the mother of obviously those those two characters she's called uh ellie uh in this film she's really good um yeah, there's there's a couple of scenes that kind of really hit. I don't want to get too I don't want to get spoilers for those things, but there's a couple of emotional, bit more emotional scenes that have some splashes of comedy. I would say um, between her and some other characters. I that's what I like about not just Ryan in these films, but the writing in these types of films that he's in, which applies to this one as well. This is kind of supposed to be like a a sci-fi comedy basically but it's got these little splashes of emotional moments but they are kind of also those moments are kind of also melded together with splashes of comedy so 
I guess you could then label that as a dramedy, but it isn't really quite that e- that either. It's it's much more in this kind of because if you were to look at um, a scale of a genre, right? You'd say drama is one end, comedy is one end, and how are you going to balance those scales, right? This is one of them films that, like, for the most part, sits right in the middle of that scale. Like, if you literally imagine a set of scales, um, and you've got drama at one end, comedy at one end. This film sits in the middle and every now and then shoots off to either side. But for the most part stays in the middle and just has has these really great scenes where you combine the two things. And that's kind of hard to do sometimes. And this is granted much more of a... I would label this as a fun popcorn flick. Um, with some really standout kind of emotional moments um, that that really work. Uh, so that's really good. Um, apart from the, the the other the other quali- the other films of this the other uh, qualities within this film, uh, in terms of the pacing, so this is about one hour forty minutes. Um, it makes good use of its pacing for the most part. Um, I think it could have been a little bit shorter, maybe about ten minutes or so. Um, there's a little bit too much. Um, let's go and do this thing. But we're going to have long bits of dialogue and monologue in between. Now those di- those scenes of dialogue and monologue and whatever are good and are fun. But you're left at certain points waiting for the next set piece. But when those set pieces come up, they're really st- those are really the standout parts. Like when the action kind of breaks out. But then... It's this kind of strange mixture of waiting for the next set piece and listening to the characters talk in between them. And I suppose that that as a function within a film, it stretches itself out a little bit too long, just a little bit too long. But all of the content within that is very good. I suppose what I'm trying to say is that the film's full of very, very good content within its one hour 40 minutes but it takes a little bit too long to get to the bigger parts that you know are kind of coming up for example there i'll I'll give a bit of an example there is a lot of scenes of characters sitting down and talking those conversations are really interesting um and quite funny and emotional at certain points like i said that scale of you know balance of comedy and drama but the characters are kind of talking about like, okay, we're going to go and do this thing or this threat is coming or because, you, you know, a threat is sort of in the background the whole time because these characters are being chased, basically. But that whole thing stretches stretches itself out a little bit too long. So that's what I'm trying to explain with the pacing. Hopefully that will make sense. Um, but it makes pretty good use of its runtime. I mean, you got things like Uncharted, a recent example, which make very poor use of its runtime and that kind of stuff. The Batman, I would say as well. Um, Batman, the Batman. I don't want to get too much into my thoughts on the Batman. I've already reviewed that film. Uh, the Batman is a bit of an example of like not being quite able to fill out your whole three-hour time slot, um, but still having some good things in between. But yeah, this film does an alright job with with its pacing and everything. Uh, in terms of writing, acting, directing, that kind of stuff, 
all pretty good across the board. Um, there wasn't anything really that kind of annoyed me within that sort of stuff. I thought, again, you're kind of here more for the actors than the actual story and stuff, I felt. Because to to me, the, the standout things within this film are the actors. Obviously, Ryan Reynolds being obviously the star here. Um, and the action set pieces, which I really liked. There, there's a lot of very cool use of sci-fi. Cool, fun, just use of sci-fi is the sentiment I would take away from this. So, but yeah, where, where this film just doesn't quite work is the ending, uh, which I'll talk about in the spoiler section. But it, the thing is with the ending, it's got sort of, because I can discuss it spoiler-free and spoiler, so I'm going to do both. The ending to me was kind of, we're going to show you what's happening, but not quite explain why it's almost a kind of a bit of your own interpretation type of thing sometimes that's not a very good idea um because you can make somewhat of a sense of the ending but the film doesn't tell you what its intention properly sort of is it's it's a bit strange so um but i'm honestly just talking about the last five minutes of this film really um, but overall, I, I enjoyed it. I, I don't know if I'm sounding particularly too negative, but I enjoyed it. Um, if you wanted to do some sort of follow-up or spin-off or what, whatever, I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be up for spending more time with these characters and in this world is what I'm trying to say. Um, obviously, I'd, I can't wait to see what Ryan Reynolds does next. I don't know what he's doing next, actually, because Deadpool 3 is supposed to be happening at some point, but we'll see. Um, but no, overall, I had a really good time. Uh, in terms of the rating thing, as you can see from the title, I'm going to land on a don't skip. I think this is something that you should watch, but I don't think it's sort of like, go and put this on right now kind of thing, because that's what our must-see rating is for. Um, I would give this probably like an 8.5. Yeah, if the ending made a bit more sense, I'd probably give it like a 9. Um, but, and that would make... I think if... If the ending was better, I would have probably given it a 9 and a must-see. Because I'm kind of right on the edge of giving this a must-see. But I think this is I think this is a fun popcorn flick, don't skip type of fun action film. Fun sci-fi action kind of film. Uh, with Ryan Reynolds doing some really great stuff. So that's pretty much my sentiment on this. But yeah, I'd recommend it. I'd give it an 8.5, don't skip. I think you should watch it. Uh, of course, it's on Netflix, which is available with a Netflix subscription. Not that I have to explain that, but um, there you go. So uh, anyway, that's my thoughts on um, the Adam project. So I recommend that you go and watch it. Uh, all right, let's take a quick little break and then we'll get into spoilers. Um, and yeah, so do all that. Yeah, so I'll see you in a minute. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links, the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're get, getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both, depending on the occasion, we can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today 
is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. All right, I'm not doing housekeeping in this particular episode. Um, I might mention... No, I'll, I'll leave that out of this episode. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go into the spoilers now for The Adam Project. I'm going to mainly talk about the ending, so if you haven't seen the film and you don't want the ending spoiled for you, which I assume that you don't, uh, you're going to want to cl- click the podcast off now. Um, so if you're listening on the website version of the episode, you can click homepage, back, mute, pause, whatever, click on a different podcast, listen to some of our other stuff in the meantime. Um, so you can do that. If you're listening on the podcast player, you can press pause, mute, click it off, listen to a different episode, you know, the kind of thing that you can do to turn the podcast off, so I just like to do this kind of thing to give a bit of a delay, give people an actual chance to click the episode off, and then get into spoilers, it's just my way of doing things, so, alright, let's talk about the ending of The Adam Project, so, got a nice little moment where it's like playing catch with dad kind of thing, Um, you've got Lewis, uh, Mark Ruffalo's character is the dad, um, and they are in the garden, and uh, Ryan and Walker's character are both there. So they're doing a kind of like catch between the dads and stuff. Which is, which is nice. Which was a nice kind of moment. And then Ryan just disappears. And then so does Walker. And then you follow the... And it's not really explained why. Um, my thought is it was something to do with the big machine set piece at the end, and that corrected things with time, and then maybe that at a random point caused Ryan to disappear. Because I think he disappears first, uh, because you see the glove like drop to the ground and that sort of thing, so... Uh, what I thought was possibly going to happen, and I guess it's kind of explained with the sort of you've only got one more warp thing left, was that he would literally return Walker to 2022 and then return himself to, I think it was 2050 that he is from, like the adult version. Um, and then you get this very, like, 
interesting edit where the dog walks into the house and then the dog literally as the dog walks through the garden glass door thing that's open obviously the dog then gets older uh i guess what they were trying to say was because the time because the the mission had been solved basically that that meant that automatically Ryan and Walker would disappear and just I mean cuz they cut back to 2018 right where um Walker goes downstairs he says hi to his mum has that morning conversation then he hugs his mum but where did he uh come from <laughs> what did did he like just wake up in his bed or um i don't know i don't know how that i don't know how mechanically how that worked like where wh- when we when the dog walks through that door and then we cut to the 20 uh 22 timeline um where was walker's character coming from because he we just kind of see him just walk downstairs and that's that's it um so yeah uh and then we cut to um it wasn't 2050 was it it was before they didn't put a timestamp on it i'm guessing it was between 2018 and 2022 um or it must have been actually when would that have been because he ryan looks like a bit younger in that scene there's a scene of where he's basically meeting laura his wife and I suppose that was maybe that was just a flashback kind of thing. Um, well, obviously it was a, it was a, it was at least a flashback, if not a time travel kind of thing. But I don't think Ryan went back to that time period. Um, again, this is where they needed to kind of make things a bit clearer, I think. Uh, and then he just—it's uh, quite a nice scene between the two of them. I, I thought the scene was great, but they sort of just cut to it. And then expect you to kind of realise what's going on. Because um, I don't recall them even showing what the year was. Because you know when, when we start off in... Uh, we start off in the 2050. Then we go back to 2022. You get a little card thing for it. Or a little note at the bottom. And then we cut back to 2018 later. And then they tell us it's 2018. But when we go to the two scenes. Which is the Walker scene. Which I'm guessing is 2022. You can guess that. But we don't know exactly what year the Ryan and Zoe scene is. It doesn't completely matter what year it was. It would just been would have added to it would have added to a bit of context, you know, as to tell the audience like when was this? Um, so yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, that's pretty much what I got to talk about for uh, the Adam Project. As I said, I I enjoyed my time with it. I thought it was great, good, f- fun sci-fi kind of film. A uh, few little plot holes potentially here and there, but I think this is more of a sort of just, just like to me, this was kind of just to sit back, have a good time, enjoy Ryan Ryan Reynolds on screen and Jennifer Garner and everybody else, uh, but enjoy the comedy of Ryan Reynolds. That's what I was kind of there for. And then when he started kicking ass with some of the, you know, the lightsaber stuff and the guns started going off, and it's just a cool cool sci-fi film with ryan reynolds that you can have a good time with so 
I enjoyed it very much for that. So I'm not going to critique it too much on everything else. Um, there wasn't anything I actually disliked or hated. It's just that the ending could have used a bit more context and explanation. But I'm not mad about it. I'm not disappointed by it. I'm just sort of, oh, okay, I guess this is what happened. But you could have explained what actually happened. But, yeah, you know, I had a good time with it. So, there we go. Anyway, those of you that have seen it, hopefully you have, because I've just spoiled the ending. Um, What did you think of this film? Uh, Did you enjoy it? Um, Do you have a particular actor that you sort of see in a film or a film that you might not be interested in, but they have your favourite actor, so you go and see it? Uh, Let me know if you have any actors like that. Ryan's very much become an actor like that for me now. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he does next. Uh, What did you think of the fun sci-fi kind of stuff? What did you make of the ending itself? Did you think they explained it a little bit more than what I thought? Or are you more confused? Or whatever. Let me know what your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments are about the Adam project. So there's that. Uh, You can send those thoughts in to matthewentertainmenttalk.org, Twitter, etalkuk. There's a contact page and information in the show notes. There's also a big email box on the website and a clickable email name. You can see those in the website version of the episode. So take a look at those. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org. TV, video games, films and Manchester United podcasts. Take a look at all those. Uh, If you like what you've heard today, hopefully you did. Um, You could support more of what we're doing you can either find us on the website entertainmenttalk.org or find us on your favorite podcast platform by searching for entertainment talk uh you can also support us through other ways you can just tell other people that you know about what we do and where they can find it you can um share the the podcast around on social media you can also support us through patreon one dollar three dollar level tiers actually podcast review options so take a look at that as well if you want your tv and your film news up to date reliable tv and film news david um has got you covered over on geektown.co.uk there's also geektown radio episodes uh they come out on tuesdays so look out for those bex is still streaming daily pretty much over on twitch trista b-y-t-e-s uh tomb raider on mondays that type of stuff so go and check out what she's doing you can also find me on twitch as well etalk uk for my different gaming streams i do have a more of a schedule now uh, if you go to our twitch channel which is etalk uk over on twitch uh you can click on the schedule tab thing and it will show you that also keep up with the i tweet updates uh, updates uh, excuse me and things over on uh, twitter which is etalk uk so so keep an eye on all that and you can also follow us on twitch etalk uk and you'll be notified when we actually go live as well. If, however, you miss any of those streams, that's okay. You can ca- you can catch them later over on YouTube, which is Entertainment Talk Plays, as well as some uh, Call of Duty clips and that sort of stuff. So take a look at that. Uh, thanks very much for watching, uh, listening rather. <laughs> thanks for listening, and I will see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>